0: NBC going wall to wall with somebody else who's something or other has immunity in the Cohen probe and could testify to something or other. I swear to Old God, man, Pecker, from the uh, National Enquirer, the, his the name, the thing to remember, don't give, is this. don't give me that look. The thing to remember is this for us, maybe more so than you, maybe you aren't watching it. Uh, these shows get hundreds of thousands of people watching in, in a, a nation com- of 330 million. <laughs> yeah. Almost nobody watches. Yeah. Yeah. It, ain't, it ain't the Big Bang Theory. Almost nobody watches these shows. Paul Flart's Instagram has a quarter of their audience. Yeah, pretty good point right there. The farting security guard from Florida. Pretty good point right there. Do you know anybody in your real life that's hanging on this uh, like, like, like they do on the cable news? Well, I don't.
1: But No, no. And, you know, I trust you and I, me, I trust me, <laughs> right? I trust you and me. To make the decisions of what's important and people ought to hear about more than I do them. Um and, and with the, the able help of, you know, Hansen and Sean and, and Michael and, and Marshall, certainly. Anyway. Uh yeah, yeah. The cable news is just it's it's mutated into something very, very different than it used to be. And you know, you just have to accept it. It's fine. Um
0: Yeah, it really is. It's like the way MTV, you have to be old to even know this, but they used to be wall-to-wall videos, and it's nonstop. And they had VJs instead of DJs, and they'd say, here's six more videos in a row before we do a commercial break. And then that didn't work for whatever reason, and then it just became something something completely different. A whole bunch of reality shows and stuff like that.
1: pregnant teenage girls, et cetera.
0: Well, cable news used to be all different kinds of news. this story, this story, this story, this
1: story, this story all the time whenever you wanted a hardcore newscast.
0: Yeah, like flipping through a newspaper. And now they, they pick ass subject, whether it's, you know, pre-Trump, a, a missing girl or something like that, and they just hammer the one story nonstop. Right. Think of like the, the missing plane,
1: I think, was a really yeah, good example yeah. of that. Well, and not only that, but they've become the We Hate Trump channel, which, you know, given the nature of our democracy and the rest of it, is is it's you can't really call yourself a news organization. In the 20th century sense, you're more back to your your partisan newspapers in the past. But anyway, I think everybody's picking up on that, and we will evolve. Uh, one final kind of sort of TV note, having nothing to do with Sean's really inexcusable and uh, indefensible anti-the-Big Bang Theory uh, sentiments. <laughs> um, how do you like this, uh, Breaking Bad fans? This headline. Drug tunnel ran from old KFC in Arizona to Mexican bedroom. Chicken restaurant as funnel for Mexican drugs. That's almost too perfect. Don't you watch Breaking Bad and become aware of how popular it is and like find a burger joint to buy or a taco place or something? What's too the name of the chain? Los Pollos Hermanos. That's that? right. Yeah, the yeah, chicken yeah. brothers. <laughs> exactly.
0: So he bought this place for three hundred and ninety thousand dollars. Cash cash and then uh started digging that's an interesting idea yeah
1: did you you see the the amount of stuff that they pulled from that oh the drugs yeah oh i wasn't going to get into the drug thing but it is pretty damned interesting in terms of border security specifically the amount of doses of the fentanyl
0: that's been killing
1: tens of thousands of americans a year three million doses 108 well 260 pounds of meth
0: 3 million doses of fentanyl.
1: 6 uh, from one trailer stop.
0: That's incredible.
1: That wow wow wow. Wow. I mean like 50 pounds of heroin. Well, yeah. the fentanyl is the headline really. I mean the the old classic drugs are are, are fun to hear yeah, about. Yeah, so it's but. classic guy gets pulled over. They search his trailer that he's towing.
0: It's just got Hundreds of pounds of stuff in it, and then they kind of reverse engineer their way sure. back
1: to this this tunnel. Three
0: million doses of fentanyl, any of which could kill somebody.
1: Uh, Certainly, I, do some. Well, it's incredibly difficult to dose properly. You know, we're really off on a tangent here, and we've got clips of the week to come. But Keith Richards, who is overrated as a guy who's probably going to die, I found out. You read his autobiography, which is really interesting. Um, he was meticulous about sourcing and mixing drugs. I mean, to the point of being medical. Um, he would, well, he was like I say, he was meticulous. And you need to have a lot of money to probably pull that off, wouldn't you? Well, or connections. He would get pharmaceutical grade stuff from crooked doctors with connections who were big Stones fans. So he would never get anything. Well, once in a while, when desperate, he and his buddies would go try to find Mexican shoe scrapings as they called the really bad stuff, the street stuff that most people take. But usually they were getting pharmaceutical-grade drugs. And careful instructions, 1 to 72 is your ratio. And he would be meticulous about mixing it. Anyway, um, fentanyl is incredibly difficult to mix properly. And the sources differ in purity and stuff like that. And so, I mean, it's, it's an atomic bomb. I'm high on life, Joe. I'm proud of you. Uh, It's an atomic bomb that is being sold on the streets, and nobody knows quite how it's triggered or which kind this is or whatever. It's just, my God, my God, folks, come back to booze. All I need is a cup
0: of coffee and a tomorrow on the calendar.
1: Again, you're an inspiration to all of us. All right, everybody. He's like that cat poster hanging in there. Absolutely. He's a a lot like that. (laughs) Hey, let's take a fond look back at the week that was. Oh, I love this. My favorite part of the week. It's cow clips of the week. A a
2: conversation. Truth is truth. I I don't mean to go like. No,
1: it isn't truth. Truth isn't truth.
2: So in the words of my late friend Aretha Franklin, show some R-E-S-P-I-C-T. If you're a liberal, you're supposed to be for free speech. That's free speech for the speech you hate. That's what free speech means. We're losing the thread of the concepts that are important to this country.
0: But as soon as they got that rule in place, like you would see, you know, a 25-year-old woman and a teenage-looking boy, right?
2: And like, what the hell is going on there?
1: Nothing relaxes me better than a smoke and a breastfeed.
2: (laughs) He considers a pardon from somebody who has acted so corruptly as president uh, to be something he would never accept. He's crazy. This guy is crazy. Our president is crazy. It's called flipping and it almost ought to be illegal.
1: You think they were worried when they're running across Normandy about stretching? Are you kidding me? Uh You're not going to record me wearing that uniform. I'm not
0: recording you, sir. I'm recording me, sir. F- you! Where was the joke? He just f- named a bunch of. Sh- how is this comedy? <laughs> Why are you laughing? What? what? <laughs> 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 oh, oh, I really like that one. That is funny. The fact that guy is so angry at a sitcom he doesn't think is funny.
1: That is amusing. <laughs> <laughs>
0: That is so much of the modern world. That, that is so much of social media. And we're all putting on an act, obviously. We're not actually that angry that, you know, uh, why do they give you two straws at KFC when you order, you know, whatever. But you have to be way over the top to get any attention, so everybody pretends everything makes them really, really angry. Of
1: course. Yeah, that's the joke we're all in on. Uh, We got this nice note from uh, George uh, on The Big Bang Theory. We've enjoyed the show for a variety of reasons, but one thing I can say is the show doesn't follow the political PC nonsense that is required of most shows nowadays. Sorry to see you go, but 10 to 11 years of shows to review on Netflix, et cetera, in the future, that's good news. I'm sure you'll enjoy the, the spinoff prequel, Young Sheldon, that is going to be... We uh, something, actually something. got a note on that, said it's as hilarious as baseball is entertaining. I love baseball, <laughs> so, so I'm not sure. you got to make your shots less subtle in the internet age.
0: Coming up, I'm going to tell you about the hunger stones of Europe, which is a pretty good band name, Hunger Stones. Are you kidding? Uh, these actually exist, centuries-old hunger stones that are now visible because of the water so low. I, then, I don't even know what a
1: hunger stone is. Well, you will. Should I be afraid? Or am no, I no, no,
0: it's, it's, it's really interesting. Um, And, you know, people are making a global warming thing. I'm not going to go there. I don't want to get into it, but... They're visible now, the hunger stones. Finally. You're listening to the Armstrong and Getty Show.
1: Armstrong and Getty. The conscience of the nation. If you're drowning... The
2: Armstrong and Getty Show.
1: I think that's funny. Did you not find it funny? Oh, I did find it funny. It's just it was surprising the source. Man, I love this song. That's why, you know, it was the song I did back when I sang with the Decembers. <laughs> uh, yeah, buddy of mine who's, uh, it was funny, just coming from him. He's a world traveler. He knows everybody. He's an ass kicker. And he sends me this cartoon of two unicorns standing watching Noah's Ark leave. One says to the other, oh, crap, was that today? <laughs> Hilarious. It it is funny. It's just... (laughs) It's something my
0: mom would send me. (laughs) I hope I never grow out of silly. Oh, here, here. That little silly stuff for me. Oh, those are great. Little soul lifters. Oh, yeah. That is not a criticism. It was just funny. Have you seen Sony's new robotic dog? We've talked about this over the years, but their latest iteration is out, and it keeps getting better. It's uh, called AIBO. How do you pronounce it? IBO. Um, you've probably seen it on the TV. It's been around for years, but now the new three thousand dollar uh uh dog. It's a sixth generation. Is supposed to be pretty good, pretty darn good at uh, um with the artificial intelligence being able to kind of pick up on your personality and what it wants you to do and that sort of stuff. It's Read asleep you a now, bit. at its weakest. Attack! Attack! <laughs> <laughs> and you can, unlike the puppy you had just got, uh, you can uh, turn it off at night and oh, go to sleep. and Oh it brother! And poop oh everywhere. Oh boy. That's. Uh... Mm. Mm. <laughs> but I don't know. I don't know if that'll take over the world or not. I could actually believe that artificial puppies could get, certainly cats. Um, <laughs> uh, why don't you just get a pillow instead of a cat? Um, uh, oh, but a I would say. That think... way you at least have to still keep something alive. <laughs> yeah. You feel good about yourself. <laughs> but I would think you could get artificial dogs that would be good enough that you'd think, why do I get a real dog? No!
1: You don't think? No! With artificial what? intelligence
0: and no! robotics?
1: Oh, why wouldn't it, Baxi? I hope you're not listening to this. This is terrible. Uh, now that I'm in the having a dog groove again fully because it's been nine months. Oh my God, do I love my dog? I have four. If you ever need more, oh boy, it's twenty-seven months for Baxter. I, I, I tell you what. <laughs> given what struck me as a surprising decision. No, it's Fifty-six to,
0: six months for Baxter.
1: Are you done? Given what was a somewhat surprising decision, from my point of view, that you adopted another dog. Mm -hmm. Judy and I did have a brief discussion, because it was a rescue dog from the fire and everything. I get it. But we had a brief discussion of, you know, if they really can't keep the dog. I mean, Baxter would love some company. And I thought, wait a minute, what are you thinking? I'll tell you, the pug and the new puppy play together
0: constantly and wear each other out. That's nice. Which is, you know, keeps him from digging and chewing and all the other things. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Um, A uh, new song from Aretha Franklin. You've never heard this, probably. Here you go. She died. Yesterday. It's time to come
2: together. not for sale. Let's make the to one, Because of This was just
0: released. The unheard single called Stand Up For Yourself. The AARP had it. She recorded this song for a video in 2007 for some... Something the AARP was pushing, and it never got released, so now it's out. So there is right, a new super. Aretha song. They
1: decided it wasn't worth releasing, but now it is because she's dead.
0: And uh, because she never left a will, a bunch of people can fight over who gets the money from it.
1: Right. Well, don't worry, Jimi Hendrix, you're still like 50 albums in the lead in terms of posthumous uh, music releases. That's,
0: his daughter and Stephen Stills are behind most of that. He, he plays Stephen
1: Stills of Crosby, Stills, Nash, yeah, Buffalo, this, Springfield, etc. Yep, the most recent. Manassas,
0: Stills Young Group. Yeah, the most recent Jimi Hendrix album that came the out. The Creating of Liquor Out of Nothing, Stills. Mm? Has several songs on it, and where Stephen Stills is a singer and Jimi Hendrix is playing the songs. Uh, that is cool. It is pretty cool. If you could come up with Georgia Blues from the latest J- Jimi Hendrix, I think that's what it's called. It's got Stephen. It's an awesome song. But anyway. I love Stephen Stills. What are Hunger Stones? So they got a drought in Europe. The reason this is getting... One of the reasons this is getting attention is you see global warming and drought
1: and we're if seeing... If it's rainy, that's from the global warming. If it's dry, that's from the global warming. But I don't want to get
0: into that. But waters are at an incredibly low level on the Elbe River. And so some something called hunger stones are being revealed for the first time in many, many years. Over a dozen hunger stones that had been used over the years to record low water levels... And they've got inscriptions on them uh, going back to 1417. So the last time they have had these horrifying droughts, the most recent time somebody scratched a date on there where the water was so low that somebody could scratch uh, a date on the hunger stone was 1893, then 1892, then 1868, 1842, going back, 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 Mm. 1707, 1616, 1417, I mean, way, way back. Listen, which is kind of interesting. And then at some point on there, there's an inscription in German. I don't think there's certain which year, but it would be hundreds of years ago. Uh, somebody
1: inscribed, when you see me cry. I don't know what that means. Wow. Well, I know what it means. Yeah. It means there are tough times in the village because they didn't have, you know, water storage and reservoirs and the rest of it. It meant, God, help mm, your children. Get some bottled water at the quickie mart. The people were stupid back in the 1800s, Jack. You don't realize that. Um, what was I going to say? hunger uh, uh, listen i i am i have a nuanced view of the whole global warming thing and man-made and and the, how to deal with it and nuanced views are i mean it's like the bicycle with the big wheel in front these days <laughs> nobody wants to hear it um but i would say given the global history of billions of years the fact that it was 130 years ago that happened previously yeah there are cycles um I'm glad we have reservoirs. We need to build more of the effers, by the way. uh, Build more of the effers, says Joe Getty. It's just, it's insane. You know, it's the environmental left, which have brought us incredibly dense, super burny forests um, through their ill-advised owl huggery. And I love wildlife. I want to preserve wildlife. I'm pretty aggressive on that. But the way environmental left went crazy in the 60s and 70s and got these regulations passed that just don't make any sense. The same people are not building water storage, specifically in California, because they they want to stifle development. They want infill. They want bigger, taller cities, urban areas, everybody walks, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. They think that's a better way to form a society, protect the earth. You know, they get to have that point of view and... I understand the idea of, for instance, the state of California being covered by an endless suburb. It's not very appealing. Every hill, every valley, etc. And so they make the argument that's, well, they don't want that. But they don't make that argument when they refuse to build water storage. There are various reservoir projects that have been approved by everybody that counts, but they keep stalling them and not building them. And and what pisses me off is if you've ever driven stem to stern California or side to side, it's vast. It's vast. With all due respect to the titmouse over there or to the peahen over there and other animals that don't have funny names, um, <laughs> <laughs> we can spare a
0: valley. Have uh, Has any county or city, or I know a state hasn't done it, ever put a cap on how many people? That'll happen someday, won't it? A population cap? Yeah, I'd say this can't is... can't do that in America. Why couldn't you? Because you can't. Freedom. <laughs> you couldn't, as a county, decide this is how many people we, we all get together, a uh, county... Uh, no, uh,
1: free movement of citizens is kind of a thing in an open society. <laughs> this is how many people
0: we... This is as many people as we can fit in here. Right. I don't
1: Wouldn't see Wouldn't we have
0: way. to do that? No. You can only have this many, any more people than this, and we're not going to be able to make it work.
1: Penetrating the country, yes, that's what a country is, but... No, free movement between uh, administrative well, areas. It's it.
0: like a bar. One leaves, another one gets to come in. Well, I get if what you're it's hot, like. you you get it's... to move to the front of the line. What if I'm rich? In the shitty city? Oh, the city closes down at 1.30. No, right.
1: uh, Nobody cares. a.m. Um, you hit the dump there, Michael? Good. Because it doesn't matter, and everybody's fine. Um, yeah, I, no. No, that's a ridiculous idea, and I wish you hadn't uttered it. <laughs> I don't know, in your cities or bars thing, do we have like a free peanuts
0: or anything like that in this scenario? Well, I
1: mean, yeah, we got free freaking everything. Do you read the newspapers? Socialist States of America. Couldn't find the song. That's fun. The new Jimi
0: Hendrix album. Oh, I'll try, I'll help you out. It's pretty cool.
1: right, You know what I just came across uh, is uh, Stephen Stills, solo acoustic, doing his version of Can't Catch Me and. Uh, and another rock and roll classic that's just mind-blowing.
2: Oh, it's coming up in your news, Marshall. Well, the feds battling California's plan to have state and local taxes declared donations and Procter and & Gamble getting ready to trademark millennial phrases. Oh, it's Crossroads, and you can't catch me. Trademark
0: millennial phrases. Yeah. okay. Tuned. Stay tuned to the Armstrong and Getty Show. There's donuts out there. Are there still donuts in that box? Uh, I it's getting iffy. I haven't caved yet, and yeah. I'm very proud of myself. Good man. I haven't had Stay a donut. Stay strong. My... Yeah. I'll Live it strong. <laughs> uh, let's get the news now. Marsha Phillips.
2: And the Treasury Department's making a move to keep states from allowing taxpayers in California to get around the GOP tax laws' new taxes on state and local tax deductions. The idea is in California and some other states. Is to allow some of the taxes paid to the states declared charitable contributions instead <laughs> well, they of are. tax payments. The current tax law limits the deduction taxpayers can take on state and local tax deductions to ten grand. The cap hitting taxpayers in high tax states like California Hadn't and New noticed. York. So several of the states have gone ahead and approved, or they're considering plans to let people get around that cap by converting tax payments into charitable donations. Treasury Department has said no, 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 no. That will undermine. That will undermine the install the tax cuts. It'll just give a, ri- a write off for the very, very rich. If this goes oh, through,
1: oh please, the very, very rich. That's what that's what the
2: feds are saying.
0: Sean just went out and got a maple bar, which is my current favorite donut, and he's eating it in front of me, and it yeah, looks delicious. There was an untouched maple bar. I couldn't let that stand. I would like to eat seven of those right now. There that's only because they're delicious.
2: Yeah. They are. Google's removed dozens of YouTube channels linked to an Iranian influence operation. The tech company says 58 accounts on YouTube and other sites had ties to the Islamic Republic of Iran broadcasting.
0: I heard somebody say the other day the only interesting thing about this is why did it take them so long? Which is probably mm-hmm. true for another one of our adversaries to start hacking into everything we got.
1: What sort of uh, crap were they putting out? Is it just propaganda?
2: Yep. Various uh, various uh, political uh, propaganda and uh, trying mm. to uh, sway opinions. A lot like the Russians. They're yeah, taking, I wonder why uh, ta-
1: YouTube feels the need to take that down. I, I don't know the nature of them. Right. Um, it's and, just, you know, they can run YouTube however they want. And Iran apparently has been really watching what the Russians have been doing on uh, social yeah. media. Yeah. And they are modeling a lot of their attacks on Well, the thank God, God the Mueller probe is getting to the bottom of Michael Cohen's taxes. Of course, he's, uh, he's not. Mueller, uh, again, as Jack pointed out. Farmed that aside, he gave that to other jurisdictions. He said, this is not our deal, so you guys handle this. It's, we found Manafort breaking laws and stuff like that. It got nothing to do with Russia or whatever, so we're not handling it. But th- the media reports it as if it is part of the quote-unquote Mueller probe every single day. Yeah.
2: Reality winner, the 26-year-old former government contractor who leaked that classified report about Russian hacking. In
1: reality, not such a winner, Marshall. Back to you.
2: About the Russian hacking into the U.S. voting infrastructure to an online news organization has been sentenced to more than five years in prison. And you would hope. always been amazed at how small these uh, uh, sentences have been for Chelsea Manning or whoever. The sentence reached in a deal with the prosecutors is the longest one ever given for a federal crime involving
1: leaks to the news media up to this point. Which is interesting to me. I mean including the the fact that the news media was on the receiving end is it's an interesting twist but it's disseminating highly classified information yes yeah, she
2: was an nsa contractor you remember and she uh, walked out of the uh out of the nsa with the documents stuffed into her pantyhose and mailed it off to uh, the group the intercept
0: because she thought she was doing what
2: he was trying to, you know, uh,
1: get the uh, get the information out to the people. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Just to, uh, transparency. It's Soft Julian Assange thing, except it only runs one way. Anti-America.
2: Turns out Procter & Gamble's applied to trademark acronyms that are common in text speak. If uh, successful, terms including LOL, Laugh Out Loud, NBD, No Big Deal, and even WTF too
1: crude to really spell out here
2: <laughs> could be used to market products
1: lol <laughs> brand toilet cleaner yes. you'll be so delighted with your toilet you'll chuckle yes <laughs> From procter and gamble Our wtf condoms <laughs>
0: <laughs> where did it go never why even, is there a hole in it
1: i've never even seen nbd well that's because you don't have teenagers yet oh yeah that's like uh, well there are a bunch of them obviously
2: Uh, Procter & Gamble uh, has applied to use the acronyms. J.K.,
1: took me a while to catch on to that one. Just kidding. Mm.
2: uh, And to use the acronyms in in soap, detergents, and air fresheners. They want to brand their products with those WTF
1: air freshener? (laughs) What's that smell like?
2: It seems the company believes millennials can be persuaded to buy its products if they're branded with slang lifted from text speech. I don't believe the person who thought that has talked to a
1: millennial in seven years. <laughs> so you know that does remind me though. I need to maybe I can have listeners volunteer to come by and smell my house periodically because I'm uh, I'm, I'm completely in love with my dog, as I was making clear earlier with. Uh, it took me a while to fully get into the dog groove, because it's a sacrifice, but we're, we're such good buddies now. Um, but I am aware that you are not aware of how much your house smells like your pet.
0: Absolutely. the only it, that's the way I the human brain works. Anytime we do a business trip where I'm gone, like a, a night or two, when I come back into the house, oh, this is what our house smells like. Yeah. <sighs> and then I'm used to it again in like 10 minutes. Right.
1: But no, I just you- got to
2: one hound, but... Yeah. You have many uh, many animals, including goats, that roam around in your couple house. Right, couple of dogs, right?
0: occasionally a goat, <laughs> a rat,
2: <laughs> rabbits. You Rab- rabbits? I have no rabbits. Oh, okay. The rat
0: is the smelliest thing now. Currently, really? I think. Yeah, they. Yeah, they. Oh. Uh, yeah, they, uh, they
1: don't go to the potty anyway.
2: One, one final note: Robin Leach has passed away. He was seventy-six years old. He died early this morning. He hosted "Lifestyles: The Rich and Famous." You may recall, best known for the show's tagline "Champagne Wishes and Caviar Dreams." Yeah.
0: One Robin of the most Leech. imitated
1: personalities of the 80s. Was
0: well, is that a different time, huh? Yeah. When you tune into a show to see big, giant houses, because they're freaking everywhere now.
1: Right. <laughs> well, and it was an unhealthy development, really. Was, yeah, The celebrity obsession and the rest of it. Decline and fall of the American empire, etc. He's to blame. That's your ah. news. Rest in peace, you bastard. I'm Marshall Phillips of the Armstrong and Getty Show, the conscience of the nation. I- Old English guy who got a TV gig. I don't know how much work he had before or since. He was happy to have the job, I'm sure. You want me to do what? <laughs> now, seriously, just go to these really big houses and point out the different rooms. And, and talk like
2: that. yes. <laughs> yeah, right. Look at this pool.
0: That sort of thing. Right. Uh, the petering out is next on the Armstrong and Getty Show. I remember about back to school shopping when when I was a kid was the new shoes to start the school year and I know both my kids are excited about that. I'm gonna do the shopping this weekend, but I can I can still remember several pairs of my new shoes to start the year.
1: Yeah, isn't that funny? I I do too. That was a, yeah. I, I generally get my own shoes. I'm talking about hand me down clothes earlier, but yeah, get shoes anyway. So it's the, uh, the run,
0: run yeah. fast, jump high.
1: Oh yeah. Do your kids you know have it. ones that they're targeting, or are they just gonna go in and browse the experience?
0: Uh, I think just browse. Okay.
1: I remember a pair of Nike high tops when I finally made the middle school basketball team. Oh, awesome. The canvas ones. Um, but I was sure I was jumping higher and running faster. Oh, yeah. Of course, you know, I wasn't jumping very high or running very fast. That's why I don't play the game anymore. Uh, so, Jack, I have a million tabs open, all of them compelling and interesting stuff. I'll let you cho- Well, you know what? How about this? We haven't said this for a long time. We should say it more often because we have new listeners to the show all the time. The Armstrong and Yeti in, show in, in theory. It is. A, it's a strange beast. We understand that it's not typical, you know, conservative talk radio. It's not a morning zoo. It's it's just it is what it is. Um, it's a mess. Um, but if you don't get it, hang with it for a while. Because the history is times many, 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 many people. And I'm not bragging here that once you figure it out, it. it It's pretty good.
0: If you still don't like it, though, I think you'll lower your standards some.
1: Maybe you're too picky.
0: Yeah. You expect too much from free entertainment. Have you considered
1: it's you? (laughs) For instance, Wall Street Journal story, U.S. seizes on China's economic vulnerability as trade talks start. The Trump tariff strategy is just now... Starting the process of let's see what we can get out of it all the howling all the experts all the commentators saying trade wars don't work tariffs are bad etc. This is just, we're barely weeks into trying to straighten out what have been unfair trade uh, relationships for many decades. Yeah, I think this is the
0: bigger wild card than Mueller or Russia or anything like that, and whether or not he gets reelected, does this work or not?
1: Yeah, it's a gamble, and I don't know how it will come out, but uh, uh, Donald J. Trump, in this case, has what I think is a pretty coherent strategy for starting tough negotiations with a tough bastard on the other side of the table. This is
0: the only thing that I can think of. That he actually, like, has been spending his whole life caring about and studying right. and has a belief in. Right. All these other things, he was just making it up on the fly. <laughs> right.
1: Uh, yeah, agreed. I-, I don't know that this will be successful. Um, there are a lot of wild cards, but I get it, and, and it's a solid effort.
0: Boy, if it doesn't work, or-, or it would work if you could stick it out, but short term, he could end up, like, with 13% approval. Mm-hmm. Because so many people are being affected. I hope that doesn't happen.
1: Then here's a scathing editorial from the Washington Examiner, which has been more than fair to Trump. Character still counts. Trump lies down with dogs and gets up with fleas. Yeah, well. He yeah, you, talks you, about the people he chooses to associate sure. with and how it's not good. Yeah. So, yeah, we're going to do both those stories on this show. Um, here's a, another Examiner piece about how, obviously, it's been proved the media not care about Russia. Russian meddling, Russian collusion, they just want to bring down Trump, you can tell by the coverage of utterly unrelated things, like Paul freaking Manafort, well, and, has uh, nothing to do with Russia.
0: Republicans didn't have the media on their side, but Republicans lost interest in Whitewater when they could make a case about perjury and sex. So,
1: Right, they just wanted to get rid of yeah. Clinton. And then we will also do this, actual metaphors, analogies, etc., used in high school essays, turned in across our great nation in the last year or two. He felt confused, as confused as a homeless man on house arrest. Hmm. Oh, no, it froze. Oh, jeez, I wanted more. It froze. So stand by. Let me refresh it. There it is. The sun was below the watery horizon, like a diabetic grandma easing into a warm salt bath. Wow. <laughs> she was like a magnet. Attractive from the back, repulsive from the front. (laughs) Oh, boy. That's unkind.
0: Similes are the one that use like and as, right? And this guy's really heavy on the simile.
1: Yeah, well, this is not one person. (laughs) This is a collection. Try to pay attention, Sean. Her (laughs) eyes twinkled like the mustache of a man with a cold. (laughs) Wow. Or when you're, you know, back when I was bearded slash mustachioed, if I was out in the cold... You know, you get the inevitable like drippy stuff. Yeah. It's not a good look. Yeah, it's not a, not a that's good to You're making me chunder over here. When she tried to sing, it sounded like a walrus giving birth to farm equipment. Oh. <laughs> that's now that pretty person good. I want published. That's pretty good. Yeah, that's beautiful. A I'm Just curious more. on the backstory there. <laughs> uh, how how much uh, how much time do we have, Michael? Yeah, about a minute. All right. The ballerina rose gracefully and extended one slender leg behind her like a dog at a fire hydrant. Mm. She grew on him like she was a colony of E. coli and he was room temperature Canadian beef.
0: Why Canadian? I don't
1: I don't know. Is there something I should know about Canadian know. beef? Why are we letting their foreign beef into our land?
0: 80% of the Canadian population lives within 3 miles of the US border. Enough. Ready for
1: attack. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah. I let down my guard. Yeah, yeah. I exactly. thought it was uh, right. uh,
0: jealousy. No, no, no it they're they're preparing. I see your That's point. an unverified stat, but I'm pretending it to be true. If all of the people of Mexico were right on the border, you'd think, okay. All right, what are, ready. what's What's going yeah, on yeah, over here? Yeah. yeah. yeah I'm, I'm not what shooting at doing? a mounty. I wouldn't do it. No, this is easy. It's cold up there. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Can we borrow your son for a moment? Speaking of which, the lamp just sat there like an inanimate object. I like that one. Um, That dog barked like dogs do. (laughs) Her face was a perfect oval, like a circle that had two sides gently compressed by a thigh master. (laughs) What? What? Uh, That one's just stupid. High school metaphors. Yes, indeed. right we'll end up with this one from the attic came an unearthly howl the whole scene had an eerie surreal quality like when you're on vacation in another city and jeopardy comes on at seven instead of seven thirty. <laughs> final thoughts with jack armstrong and joe getty never before have so few done so little for no one in
0: particular Here's your host, Joe Armstrong Getty. and Getty Every time. <laughs> you. Here's your
2: host, Joe Getty. Let's get a final thought from everybody. Marshall Phillips, what's your final thought? All right, very quick note. I'm working on a piece on how your car spies on you. It is uh, amazing, yeah. the information you give up just by driving. Uh, I want a dumb car. I want a, I'll want pay extra for a dumb
1: car. Anyway, check out ArmstrongGiddy.com. Marshall's Musings, later this afternoon. Old simple cars. That's your billion-odd-dollar mm. idea, Jack. Yeah, oh, that it's yeah, my idea, and you can't have it. Michelangelo, what's your final thought?
2: Yeah, tell your kids to, kids to put down the smartphones and read a book. Even if they're a teenager, have them sit on your knee and read them a book. <laughs>
1: All right, uh, positive Sean. Final thought? Yeah, at the
2: Theaterplex this weekend, Happy Time Murders. This is
0: a movie with puppets, but attention, parrots. This is not a children's movie. This is an R-rated
1: movie. The tagline for this movie is all or No Sesame All Street. <laughs> oh boy, and it's by uh, Henson's boy, Jim Henson's boy, uh, Jack. Do you have a final thought for us? My son's
0: got a uh, friend staying the night tonight, and I know his plan is to stay up all night long. Uh-huh. no sleeping, nonstop party. I know they're going to try to TP the RV. I know that's one of the plans. Oh, no.
1: It's going to get out of hand. Oh, boy, crazy. Well, I have
0: the police called.
1: Well, my final thought is also family-oriented, kind of on the other end of things. Uh, Judy and I are going to go see my uh, sainted mother and help take care of her for a weekend. as uh, My dad is uh, leaving town to do a seminar, a jigger, and I can't wait. Lord knows she took care of me for a long time and my ass, which uh, she'll never match. Try as she might. Mm. So it's cool. It'll be fun. We're going to get her out. We're going to get it wild. Oh, really? We're going to do the fun stuff. Mike? Oh, yeah.
0: I don't know. Shuffleboard. <laughs> will either of you show your respective family members this weekend the story of Paul Flart? Well, I'll tell you what. Hmm. I show it to a couple of eight-year-old boys,
1: and they're going to really, really like it. You will be a hero. I don't really want to be the guy who introduces that. Email us if you see something we ought to be talking about over the weekend. Mailbag at armstrongandgetty.com. You want to weigh in with an opinion, a thought? Go ahead. A and G, wrapping up another grueling for our workday. So many people, thanks, so little time. See you Monday. Hope you have a good weekend.
0: God bless
2: America. Well, kids, that's all the time we have for today. I'd like to thank Sideshow Mel, Corporal Punishment, Tina Ballerina, oh, and from Not Planning, Miss Donna Mills. Oh, she was a sport.
1: We've had lots and lots and lots and lots and lots of fun, but now the time has come.
2: To go. If this still comes out in his bed tomorrow, I'd be in heaven still doing this show. See you some other time!
1: (laughs) (laughs) Armstrong and Getty, the voice of the West.